Okay, so we finished last time most of them, the Farag Bays and um, Ruth came back, Naomi showed her Akara Satayv, and basically at the end of the Parak, Naomi tells Ruth, if Boyaz offered you to stay there with his, uh, at his harvest, you'll stay there, and that's what happened, she stayed there through the harvest of the barley, through the harvest of the wheat, which is later, and she remained with her mother-in-law. So, Paragimel begins. So she says. <coughs> so um, Nami tells Rose, my daughter, I'm going to find for you, look for you. We mentioned this earlier um, in Parak Aleph when she was convincing Rose and Arpa to go back. She said that um, you'll go back, and she gave them a bracha that they should find Shidduchim. And you'll find Menucha with her husband. And here she told Rus Manayach Lashem Menucha Hashayitavloch. So we mentioned there that the Malbim is Medayik that Hashayitavloch we find in the Torah Manayitavloch is referring to Eilam Abba and. She was telling her, I'm going to find you a manayach, a shidduch, that has Eilam Azeh, which the purpose is for Eilam Abba. the first time around, she was talking about to two Goyim here, to two Shiksas. Ruth and Arpa were not Jewish yet, so why does a, a woman get married if she has no Ruch Nister? Only for the Eilam So therefore, she told him then, that's Eilam But now, when she's talking to Ruth, Ruth is a Giyaris already, and um, therefore she, to- she told her, no, it's a different story now. Now a Shidduch is Hashem Shemayim. Now a Shidduch is the Shidduchim Shmuz. This is Shidduch is Hashem Shemayim. It's in the, for the Ruchmias. Asher Yitavlach, not just for the Gashmias. And with the understanding that Elamazah, even Gashmias of this world, is only a vehicle to help a person come to Elamabah, and that's what she was telling him. And the truth is, as we'll see, that's really what this whole Shidduch was all about. The Shidduch here was not a Gashmias, like a Shidduch, it was clearly a Ruchmias, like a Shidduch this younger woman marrying this very old person and so on and so forth but that's what she told her it's time to find you a shidduch boyaz is our relative so she says, Bayaz, now the, the harvest is over, now it's time for the threshing. So next of the malacha there, Zaira. So they're going to be threshing that night. Now, Rashi says that at that time the door was Paritzpikaneva. There were many thieves and, and, and looting that was going on. And therefore, during the threshing was a very dangerous time. People would come and steal. So therefore, Bayaz was going to sleep out in the, wherever this on the threshing floor, to protect all of his stuff. So that's why he was staying there. So she says, I have a Eitzah for you. Very interesting Shidduch story. She says, Barachatz, Vasach, Vesamtus, Imlesayach, you'll bathe, you'll smear yourself, then you'll go get dressed, and you'll go down to the threshing floor. Don't tell any Altivadilish, don't make yourself known there. I kaloitulechavlish, days until Bayaz finishes eating and drinking. Then he's going to lay down. You'll figure out where he's sleeping. You'll come and you'll uncover his feet. You'll lay down there. And then don't worry, he'll figure out what to do with you. So now Nami really asked from Rus to do something here that is very very hard to understand. Not only hard to understand, it's even harder to do to be makayim this. 
And, you know, perhaps you would think that, you know, how long is Rus going to put up with all of this? Right? Rus follows Nami all the way from Mayav. She comes back waiting for a big brook of Mavoyim, like we said at the end of Parak Aleph. Instead, Nami gets up and says, Vidri Barabim, that she did everything wrong. They're poor as, as ever. And um, now she wants her to get married to some old fellow who happens to be a relative of theirs. And not only that, it's not even going to be like a regular shidduch over here that she's going to make the shidduch. She's telling her to do the most madna thing in the world. And Nami, Rus finally should have said, you know, goodbye. You know, that's it. I had enough. However, as we recall, Ruas had said, There's only one thing that's going to separate us, and that is death. There's nothing else here that is ever going to cause me to leave you. And even if it's something that I don't understand, in her mind, this was Das Taira, this was Nahami, Nami was a Tadekis, and she had her Das Taira, and this was her Rebbe, and her Rebbe told her to do something, even though it's the most modern thing in the world, and it seems to be even a lack of Tznius, which was the antithesis of who Rus represented. We talked about how Rus before made herself so meshuga in order that she should be a tzanua and here it seemed to go ev- against everything that she had, she had, um, she had uh, learned and done and, and, and her whole being. And yet, what does she tell her about whatever you tell me to do, I'm going to do. And that's what she did. The next part says she went and she went down um, she did everything, everything that her mother-in-law, her mother-in-law told her to do, and this was uh, her, her dedication and her allegiance or adherence to what the rabbanim or the dastaira tells her to do, even if in her mind and even in our mind it's a hard thing to understand, was very hard to understand. Yet she, she, um, she didn't waver for a moment, and she followed exactly what she's supposed to do. Now this goes back to earlier. This is something that I think get into earlier in the Megillah but it has to do with Nasa Venishma it has to do with um, with um, we talked about uh, Tam and Chacham we talked about um, where is what I'm looking for here one second there's a Gro and Mishlei really based on a Gemara. The Gemara says the one about my rhyme
can't find me right now. I'm not sure where it went. Yeah. Oh, here it is. There's a Gemara that says in Shabbat, it's a famous Gemara, there was a certain Stuki who saw Rava learning. And Rava was learning, and he was so involved in his learning that he was sitting on his finger, and um, he was basically smashing his finger while he was learning, and there was blood coming out. He, he, he drew blood. So the Tzuki turned to him and said, I'm a Paziza. You're a hasty nation. You put your ears before, but you put your mouth before your ears. In other words, he said Nasa before he said Nishma. But you didn't listen to what you, you're being offered. You're still the same thing. You haven't changed. Because in the beginning, he says, you should have listened to what Hashem is offering you to see if you're able to accept it or not. And if it's too hard for you, you won't have accepted it. This is what he told, this is what the Tzuki told Rava. You're a hasty nation. He said, Nasa before Nishma. So Rava answered him, Allah Pasuk, that we will Mekayim in ourselves the Pasuk, Tumas Yisharim Tamkhen. Tumas Yisharim Tamkhen, Pasuk in Mishlei. The Tmimus of Yisharim is what leads them. So, Alpi the Grah, basically what, what was the answer that Rava was giving to the Tzuki? He was telling him as follows. The Tzuki was saying, listen, you claim to be a nation of Chachamim. What Chacham accepts on himself something that he doesn't know what he's accepting? That's hastiness, that's foolishness. You're a physical person, you can only handle and, and be able to do a certain amount. So if someone tells you, could you do something for me, you shouldn't say, sure. You say, well, let me hear what it is first, and I'll see if I'm capable of doing it. So what kind of Chachma, you don't have any Chachma. You claim you're a, a, a nation of Chachamim, and here he said, Nasa before Nishma. So Rabbi told him, it's true we're a nation of Chachamim, but our Tmimus is even greater than our Chachma. Our Tmimus, Tumas Yisharim Tamachem, our Tmimus is even greater and is stronger than our Chachma and our Pitchus and our brilliance. What does that mean? Because the Gra says as follows, What's the difference between, says the Gra, a Tamim and a Yashar? So he says, a Tamim means a simple person. A person, it's not really a simple, it's not the right word. Tmimus means, whatever I'm told to do, I'm going to do. That's it, Tmimus. Says the Gra, a person who has Tmimus will never reach high madregas in Ruchnius. Why? Because he's never looking for extra things to be machazik and to grow and to make extra gedorim in Yerushamayim. He's not using his seichel to grow in Limana Taira or in Taira. Why? Because he says, whatever I'm told, I'm going to do. He's not like a creative, so to speak, in his mind. Very tmimistic. This is very simple. But on the other hand, at the same time, since he's so dedicated to, be, to listening to what he's told to do, he's also on a little safer ground. Because he's not going to look for shtick to try to get out of it. Whatever I'm told to do, I'll do. So it's a little bit safer that he won't fall in his madrega, but at the same time, there's not much hope that he's going to grow very much in his madrega either, because again, he's not using his own seichel for creativity in helping himself grow, he's using his tmimus. A yasher 
is different. A Yashar is Mikhaim what the Torah says. However, he's always using his own seichel to look for new ways, new gedarim, new, new knaiches, new this, new that, to try to grow. So that person has the hope that he could grow into very high madragas. But with that comes the sakana, when you use your own seichel, then what happens, what if I don't understand something? Or this didn't work, or something like that. When you use your own seichel, you have the potential of growing a lot, but there's also the danger of falling and slipping. So you have two, two types of midas here. The midas of yashar, and the Midas of the Midas of Tamin. Each one has a Maila, each one has a Chisarim. Zak Shleima HaMelech. Tumas Yisharim Tamchein. That when you have a person who is a Yashar, and his Taka reached very high Madragas, and you haven't seen him fall from his Madragas, do you want to know what the secret of his success was? A Yashar is a very dangerous thing to do. Using your Seichel and relying on it is very dangerous. The only way that was possible to Shleim HaMelech is if his Tmimus was still greater than his Yashras. You have to use your Seichel, but when then it comes that the Yetzirah starts coming along and saying, Oh, you're a Grace Chacham, you have Seichel? Well, what about this? Why don't you try to find this loophole? Why don't you try to look for this? What, which Mida kicks in at that moment? Tmimus. No, I just do what I'm told. A Yasha reaches high madragas. The Tmimus that he has is his security that the potential in those high madragas shouldn't be his downfall. Tumas Yasharim Tamchen. You have to be a Yasha to grow, but you need that security that your Tmimus is still greater than your Yashras. That means whenever you come to a brick wall, to a question, something you don't understand, and your Seichel starts telling you, one second, if you don't understand it, why should you do it? Tmimus kicks in. I don't ask questions. I do what I'm told to do. Tumas Yisharim Tamchen. And that is what, and that is what, Rava answered the Tztuki. The Rava answered the Tztuki. You're telling us we were a hasty nation because we're going to Chachamim and we should have answered, listen to what we were accepted. We had the Tzmimus. Our Tzmimus was still greater than our Chachma. And if HaKadosh Baruch was telling us to do it, Rashi says, we had Bitachayin in HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that He's not going to give us something that we're not able to do. Like says Rashi, like two best friends or relatives that they know if someone, if your best friend asks you, can you do me a favor? You don't say, what is it? You say, yes. What do you mean? Maybe your best friend is going to ask you something that's impossible for you to do. But if it's your best friend, you know and you rely that they're not going to do, ask you something that's beyond your realm of doing. So we relied on HaKadosh Baruch Hu, talking HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that He wouldn't give us this, this anything too hard to do. But even though our Seichel was saying, what are you doing? How could you, how could you, um, how could you answer Nasa before Nishma? Your Seichel was saying that, our Yosher was saying that, Tumat Yisharim Tamchen. Our Tmimus was Oila and our Yashras. Our Chachma was very great. But the Tmimus, which is the Yerushamayim, is still greater. And therefore, when it comes to a point that we don't understand something, Rus was, one of the, was a very smart woman. She was a Pikeach. She was a she she learned a lot. She was a, a yasher. But now, when it came time, the Nami told her something that's not understandable for her. But she says, "This is what I'm being told to do." Her tzimus kicked in. Not her foolishness. 
So we showed she was a big chacham. We said it the other time with the gra. The gra was bringing out she was a big chacham. She was a very smart woman. All of this that was going on here was Tumas Yisharim Tamsay. This was her Tmimus. Her Tmimus was still overcame her Yashras and when her Seichel told her it's a mother thing to do her Tmimus says you follow what you're supposed to do. And that's what was going on here um, with Ruth. So now so she gets there. So the Bostic says she came there and um, yeah. Why would the story not be? I don't know. That's a good question. I don't I do not know. There's no answer? I don't know if there's no answer, I don't know. I don't know. Um Vayeko so Bayaz ate and he drank and Khazal tell us Islam Bayaz ate and drank. We're talking about he was learning Tyra there, Bayaz was the god of Adar. And he came to sleep. She came quietly and she, she lay down there. Lila was the middle of the night. And Vayaz wakes up and he gets very scared. And he sees, he wasn't sure what was there. He, saw, he thought it was a shade, Rashi says, because I'll tell us. Um, and then he realized that it was a woman. He said, Who are you? So she said, I'm Rus. I want you to marry me. She proposed to him. I want you to m- marry me, Kigayalata. Now Rashi tells us what was going on over here, and we mentioned this when we learned about Yibum, that there was there's a concept of a Gayal. A Gayal is a relative who people had to, uh, someone had to sell his fields, so his relatives are supposed to come and redeem the fields. So they had fields here that were sold from when they were wealthy, and she said that we need you to redeem it, I want you to marry me, and through that you'll redeem all the fields of Mishpach HaSalimala. So, Bayaz tells her, Vayoymer brucha la Hashem biti. He gave her a bracha. He said, Hitat chastecho achroin min harishay. This uh, last chesed that you're doing now is greater than the first one. The vilti lechet achrei abachurim. You want to know where you're looking for a shidduch? You're coming to me. This is a bigger chesed than you even did with your mother-in-law. Because you're coming to me. I'm an older person. You could have gone and married any young person. And you're coming to me. Why are you coming to me? So Boaz was very nispal here. He says, must be, you're really coming here, kul v'shem shamayim. That's the point here. If you were coming to just get married for gosh sticker reasons, you're not going to come to an old man like me. You're not going to go through this whole ordeal. You'll go find some young, young, uh, young man that's your age, or, and, and you'll marry him. Coming to me, there's much more going on over here, and I see a kul v'shem shamayim who is very impressed with this. So he says, okay, since I see a kula l'shem shemayim, I'm going to agree to this shidduch. But there's one problem that we have to get through. Bato, he says, ki ki It's true that I'm a goyal, but there's another relative that's a closer relative than me. And the mitzvah is always the closer relative first. So we have to first go to him. If he's masking to marry you, so then he gets it first. And if not, so then I'm next in line. So he said, stay here. In the morning, in the time, Eagle, if he's going to go and he's going to redeem you, fine. But if not, 
So then I will, I will redeem you. Now, as we mentioned this also, there was a concept of Yibum going on over here. It's not the regular Yibum, because the regular Yibum, as we said, after Mount has to be a brother, and um, this is not a brother here, this is a distant cousin, a relative. These were, they were, they were Yibum talking about a uh, brother-in-law, which is the Isrkaris, as we mentioned, that becomes Mutter Bishat Yibum. If not, they're relatives. Here we're talking about a husband's cousin, which they could have gotten married anyways. There's no Easter cousins to marry each other, especially through marriage. So there's, this is not the real Yibum. But Chazal tell us in the world of of, of, of Nishamas, there was a concept of Yibum going on here, even though in the, in the simplest mitzvah of Yibum, this was not it. This was only the mitzvah of redeeming the fields. But that's what, um, that, so therefore, uh, Baya said, he gets first choice, and if he doesn't want to be Meyavimu, so then then um, I'll take care of it. So, and then he told her, go out early in the morning. So basically, he sent her back home to her mother-in-law, and she came back home, and she's waiting there. She says, no, how did it go? So she told him everything. She told him that we first have to wait to see if the other guy will. So then, Nami tells Ruth, So stay here until you know how this thing is going to turn out. You're not going to have to wait long, says Nami. It's going to happen today. Boaz was a tzaddik, and tzaddikim don't push off mitzvahs. There's a mitzvah to do. Nami was, 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 was sure that Boaz was going to take care of it today. And somehow today you're going to be a kala. Either to, to, to the guy I'll tie flying Almighty or to Bias. And we're sure we could assume what was Ruth doing that day? Was she on Shvilkas to see who her husband's going to be? Was she nervous? But we could assume Ruth was still in her world of Abedath, Bashem, Chesed, Yisayvanu. There's nothing in her hands. She had Amuna, Kaddish Baruch Whatever it's supposed to be is going to be. And therefore, they kept on going. Parag Dalit. Parag Dalit, the boss tells us, Uboyaz Allah Hashar. Boyaz went up to the Shar, to the gate. And who happens to be passing by the Goyal? Now this was one of the, we mentioned also towards the end of the, of the first parak about the Siyata Dishmaya Habal Etar that even though we didn't see the Siyata Dishmaya right away, it didn't look like such big Siyata Dishmaya. However, however, Chazal tell us that already HaKadosh Baruch Hu was making that Bayez's wife died and his Shidduch was waiting and the Medrash says well, Bayez went to the Shar and the Gael was there what oh, the Gael just happened to be there so so the Medrash says Amr of Shmuel Bar Nachman even if the Gael would have been the end of the world he tisu HaKadosh Baruch Hu Hashem Hashem picked him up he tisu means like he flew he flew there why? Why? The Bayaz needed him. Bayaz needed the Gael. And um, he wants to get this thing done today. Where's the Gael? He's going to call him? He's going to text him? How's he going to find him? HaKadosh Baruch Hu doesn't want him to be Mitzar, this Sadiq called Bayaz, the Lashon of the Mepharshia Medrash. Who happened to be passing by right then? That was the Gael, is HaKadosh Baruch Hu making sure everything's going here. He said, sit down, we have an issue here. 
So the Pasuk says, so he told him, you know, Elimelech had fields, and you're the closest relative, so you got to buy them back. So he says, no problem, I'll buy them back. So Baya says, but there's, a, there's a package deal here. When you buy them back, you also get to marry Aisha's Hamait, Lahakim Shem Hamait al Nachalasai, in order to that Rus should be in this in this Nachala and this concept of Yibo. And they have to go yourself, you call the go, I can't do it. Panashkas as Nachalasi, I might ruin my children. Galakhlatas Gulasi Kala Ukaligo. I don't remember if we mentioned this or not. But what was this Cheshman over here? What's the problem? She's in Mayavia. And the Torah says, you're not allowed to marry anyone from Mayav. But as we learned in Chumash, it's only from the males. Mayav, Mayav, Only a male from Mayav can't marry in the Kalei A female could. But the truth is, this halacha was not so clear yet. It's a big machlaikis. Even later on, the days of David HaMelech, right, what did... Um, what did uh, Dayak say? Why are you worried if he's Roy Lamalchus? He's not even Roy Lovil Bekai Yisrael. His grandmother was in Mayavia. Until uh, someone got up and said, right, Dakar Kherev, and he, he said, we have a Kabbalah from the Bezdin of Shmuel Haramasi, Mayavi Vilay Mayavia. So the, the whole halacha was very shaky. So he was saying, listen, I can't do it. Today you're telling me the halacha is that she's mutter. A Bezdin might come next generation and say she's usher, and then all my kids are puzzle. I'm not interested. The question then becomes, so why did he tell Bayez to do it? If you can't do it, so why are you telling Bayez to do it? And if you could do if Bayez could do why can't you do it? The Territ is, again, I don't remember if we mentioned this or not, the Territ is, the person has to realize, see this, this what was his cheshman? This Gaurav says this, that his cheshman was a very simple thing. If I marry her, it's not going to help Klai Yisrael at all. We'll be in the same achlaikis, mayavi v'leim ha'aviyah. And um, who knows? Something might change. My children will be possible. But what happens if Bayaz the Gadol Hadar marries the Mayavis? All of Klaisa will see clearly the halacha happens to be that she's mutter, and it's going to help that this halacha will become the foundation will become it will become halacha in Klaisa. So what did Pliny Amani do? He had a mitzvah gibo. He gave up his mitzvah l'shem shemayim. Why? Because he said, if you marry her, that will make sure everyone knows the true halacha. He almost wanted to go down in the history of Klai Yisrael as the one who ensured the proper halacha. He'll be famous. Well, if he did it for that, but that's what he was probably thinking. And yet, what's his name? Pliny Almighty. No one knows what his name is. Yenem, so and so. Why? Because it's not your cheshbin to give up on mitzvahs to protect Hashem's Torah. Hashem will take care of his Torah. And the proof to this is that it didn't even help. Boyaz married her, and as we said, David Amalek was still having trouble. Till later. A person doesn't give up his mitzvah for, because he has L'shem Shemayim Dika reasons. You find the same idea with the Mekai Shashetim. Chazal tells us with What did he do? is Mechal Shabbos, so that he should be killed. So all of Klaizo should see how Chamer Chil Shabbos is. Right? He wanted to go down in history as the one who was Mechazit Shabbos by Klai Yisrael. So he was even Avera to do that. That's wonderful. What does the Torah call him? The Mekayshish. We don't even know who he is. We know through Madrashim. But he's not in, he's not in the Torah. Why? It's not your business. Now, the Mezhachachma writes somewhere that it worked by the Mekayshish. 
We never find, we Kalaitel through the Midbar had plenty of issues and all different types of things. But Chil Shabbos was never a problem, because it worked. But again, the ends don't justify the means in Tyra. Here we have a story by the Plain Almighty, it didn't even work. And not only did he not do his mitzvah, he didn't even get what he wanted. By the Mekaisish, he got what he wanted, but he still is not famous for it. And that's a very important insight. In Kalai Yisrael, the ends don't justify the means. It's not our business to get to the end. Our business is to go, our business is to try our best and do what we're supposed to. This is what he said, I don't want to do it. So what happens? So he says, okay, if you're not going to do it, so I'm going to take care of it. So what happens over here? Like we said, according to Naomi, Ruth would never get married through her. And other Abba, she got through married, married through her. She got the best shidduch. She became the mother of Malchus Beistavit, the best shidduch in the world of Ruchnias. In the world of Gashmias, it wasn't the best shidduch. Boaz died the next morning. They were, they, they were married for one night. This bite died the next morning. She, be, she, she, she had a child. But she became the mother of Malchus Beistavit, of Mashiach Tzikainu. And then the Nashim, the Nashim told Naomi, Baruch Hashem, Asher Lehish Bislachel, Hayoyim Bikarish May Bisrael, so on and so forth. So Naomi became the nursemaid of her grand, of her grand, uh, it wasn't really her grand anything, it was really her former daughter-in-law's child, right? It wasn't, it was her son's former wife's child. She became the Oymenes, she became like the nursemaid here. And the Malvim says that Rus gave her over, gave over the baby, Oyveg, to Naomi to bring him up. Because she, what did she know from Yiddishkeit? She grew up in Mayav. She doesn't have a husband here, she has nothing. Who taught her Yiddishkeit? Nami taught Yiddishkeit. So who's, gonna, who's going to bring up her child, the Tyrol Avoidah, Her mother-in-law, so she gave her over to be Mechanic, the child, and Taka Nami was Mechanic, this child, They called him Oyved. The Nazareth says, why they call him Oyved? Because his Lashon is Shailidu Zakein. His father was very old and only got married with Shem Shemaim, Kvay Shemaim. The mother was a person who left her land, Eretz Meladita, and she became a Giyaris. So if you have two parents like that, so we are almost assured that the child will be an Oyved Hashem, says Ibn Ezra. That's why his name was Oyved. The parents are the Sharashim, and the Chinuch is totally in the parents. Not, it's not an exception to the rules, of course, and there's Bechira. However, in such a situation, they called him Oyved because they were so assured that with two such parents... Even though the father wasn't there to be mechanicim, but it was part of his being to be an Oyved Hashem, and that was, um, and that was. This is all back to the original Rambam. Adam Nimshach The house is the Sviva. The house makes the Hashva. Again, not saying it to everyone in anything. However, it have, plays a big role, and therefore, as we started off the second parak of Rus standing up to the Ashba of the world around her, she has now created a house together with her, with Naomi, with Bayaz, that has Ashba of Taira, has Ashba of Ruchnias, and therefore her children, Oyved, who Avi Yishai, Avi David, and is the father of Mashiach Sifteh.